Hey y'all, JC once told a girl in high school I would give up heavy metal music if she went out with me. Sievert here. Welcome to Lemmy Jonacha. Today is Carried Away with my fabulous girlfriend, Chloe. Got that cheerful work sona, Campbell. It's the show where we review episodes of hit HBO series, Sex and the City. Today is Season 1, Episode 11, entitled The Drought which was directed by Matthew Harrison and written by Michael Green and Mike- Michael Patrick King. Hey, baby. Hey. How's it going? I can't believe you called it a work-sona. <laughs> I hate that you called it a work-sona, and I hate that you outed me as, like, a cheerful bitch at work. Yeah, you have to be here. You have to be at work. Oh, I'm scared to death because one time, one time, Mm-hmm. At my first job, yeah. they kept asking me how I was every day, and I kept saying, like, oh, I'm really tired, and eventually I got into an elevator to go to this meeting, because for some reason all of our meetings were in the basement. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm really tired today, and they're like, do you have, like, depression or something? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh. And then I got fired, like, a month later. Nice. So. That's exciting. A bitch knows to be cheerful. <laughs> Because if you're cheerful, they won't fire you. And I like cha-ching, cha-changs, the checks coming in. That's really funny because when I was at Starbucks, I was like the least cheerful person it's possible to be in like a uh, like a retail food service job. Uh, I don't know what it was about being put in the drive through window, but I became like the least charming, like least uh, affable person ever like someone would pull up and i'd pull open that window and i'd be like and uh they'd be like hi how's it going and i almost no matter what i would be like your total is 643 do you know why you could get away with that because i'm a man because you're a white oh my blue eyed blonde hair Uh german white supremacist nazi looking bitch whoa 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 you look like you would say White is right. Oh, my God. You look like you would say, long live the fourth right. <laughs> oh, my you God. You look like you would say, no pepper for me, thanks. That's too spicy. Oh, my God. So the women who go through Starbucks and order their pink drink look at you and go, ooh-woo, is that my white supremacist son? Oh, my I God. I bet his name is Brandon. Oh, my God. Or Devin. Or perhaps even Dylan. Jesus. Uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> I think my work Sona's name would be something like Debbie, Susie. Oh yeah, sure. Susie would be a work Sona. Your work Sona's name? Mm-hmm. Karl Marx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fidel Castro. <laughs> uh, fuck! I forgot Peter Kropotkin. I think it's Peter. Oh my god. What? Why you know so many of these people? Are you a little sus? <laughs> My sus? Yeah, are you communistically leaning sus? <laughs> oh my god. How are you doing this week? Um, working hard. Hardly working? <laughs> <laughs> Not this week. I've actually had to, like, do work. I had two jobs this week. Mm, wow. So I guess I worked twice as hard as you. Two actual different jobs from two different companies. So you can suck my nut. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually getting... Paid two different wages. I am getting paid two different wages. God damn, man. I am not. I I had to fight just to get a merit bonus for doing two jobs. I don't think it's that impressive. I don't think you should get it. You don't think I should get it? <laughs> no. 
Oh man, the last few weeks have been stressed out. Are you really? Yeah. That explains why you've been such a grump. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I've been real stressed out because uh, every time I turn around, there's like more shit I have to do. Like finish it. Uh, it's the same problem I had with playing Fallout New Vegas, which is every time like I finish something and I turn around, it just like begets more tasks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Um, that's what I hated about playing New Vegas. What I hated about playing New Vegas was how bad the graphics were. Oh my god. They didn't quite reach the level that I found like palpable yet. Yeah. So it's like, mm, no, this is too. This is too old. <laughs> My sweet spot is like 2010 to like now. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I played Oblivion. Oh, God. After playing Skyrim. Um, the problem was, okay, there are two issues with this. Uh, number one, I played Oblivion on a PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, and the second problem is just that I started playing Oblivion. Um, so, like, the graphics are terrible, and the game has, like, nine uh, just, like, game-destroying bugs. Yep. Or just, like, glitches that I couldn't get rid of. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would start, like, a quest, and then get as far as I could until, like, there was a glitch that wouldn't let me progress any further. Yeah. Um, And then I would just have to move on to a new quest. Yeah. Uh, and I stopped playing when I was, like... I just exhausted so many quests. I was just like, I'm just going to do the main story, I guess. Uh, I got to the one town that was burning down. And uh, <laughs> uh, there's a, at one point you have to like lead like the city guard across a bridge to like a fight whatever's on the other, other side. I don't know what's on the other side. I didn't get there um, because the lead guard uh, missed the bridge and fell directly into the moat. And j- just swam around, and I couldn't, like, I-, I couldn't get him to follow me to where he had to go to, like, walk back around to the moat. He just kept, like, trying to swim to the other side. Uh, and I was like, I'm not playing this game anymore. I have a lot of strong feelings about g- uh, glitches like that. Yeah. On one hand, they're kind of charming. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, why am I paying you for something that's bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's um, there's once a uh, on one of my playthroughs of Skyrim. Uh, this is a gaming podcast now. Uh, most oppressed class. <laughs> uh, on one of my playthroughs, I had like set up like a family with like a house um outside of Solitude, um, and <laughs> I. Sh- I tried to fast travel to my house, but it wasn't on the map. So I walked there. I was like, that's weird. So I walked there and the house was gone. <laughs> Your family packed up and left with the house in the middle of the night. Yeah. Your that... wife says, no. Yeah. <laughs> my character's house was gone. His husband was gone. The two kids I had Hold also up. gone. Hold up. Yeah. You were virtually playing as a gay. Yeah. You outed yourself as a gay. <laughs> Yeah, my my character was a big buff gay orc. It was awesome. Is the fact that you were a big thickum gay orc mm-hmm. you trying to tell me something? No. I love you. Yeah. Even if you wanted to fuck me specifically as an ogre. Oh my god. <laughs> you looked at me. You looked at me, and you went, mm, "If you were toggling between like a thick bitch you are now and a skinny bitch like in Shrek, yeah, I'd only want the thick bitch. Yeah, I would also want the thick bitch with the fat booty. Even if I had ogre ears." 
Yeah, sure, whatever. You'd try to put your dick in my ogre ears. I would not try to put you know my, why? Dick, my dick wouldn't fit. Um, it would be because you'd see those trumpet ears uh-huh. and you'd be like, that's perfectly my finger size. Slurp! <laughs> yeah. Let me finger your ears. Yeah, I'd, I'd want to get up in there. Get in this irussy. Yeah, get in that irussy. That orussy. Or- Oral orussy. I'm kidding. This, this is bad. <laughs> this is a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, because oral is uh, having to do with your ears. Oral is having to do with your ears. A-U-R-A-L. I, it's not my fault that Latin is a bullshit language. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I I took a class called The Politics of China. And I didn't like the professor that much. The professor had herself some weird politics. She said Chinese people are just failed Japanese people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more like um, she was a weird, like, vague Trump person. I thought um, you were going to say vague poster for some reason. No. She's out here vague posting about students. <laughs> no, she was, like, vaguely pro-Trump. Um, and... One time I asked to do a paper on Tibet and she said no, that wasn't allowed for some reason. When I asked why, she was like, just because we don't cover that in this class, which I thought was already weird. It was like, it's like a... Major point of Chinese history, but pop-off queen. Yeah, well, we didn't go over Tibet at all, but like, the history, like, the Chinese politics started, like, the, the class starts, the point we start at is in like... The BCE. It was like, why? It's like, we're like starting out in like forbidden city politics. And I was like, I I don't want to be rude to the Chinese people and culture, but I somehow truly doubt that learning forbidden city, like politics will help me understand the Chinese Communist Party. I have a question for you. Hit me with it. I so okay background. I had an art history professor who was the Asian art history professor for the entire like community college district in my like area I grew up. Mm-hmm. White woman. Okay. You ever notice that Asian history, Asian culture, Asian language professors are white women? Yeah, she was a white woman. What's up with that? That's like weeaboo bullshit. Like. Yeah, what's the what's the Chinese version of a weeb? Or like what's what is it called if someone's like mad into Chinese culture? You can't say tiaboo, that's already the British. Yeah, that's just British people. Sinaboo? Ch- ch- Sinaboo? <laughs> Let's look this up. Yeah, alright. Guilo. <laughs> is it a guilo? A guilo is a Cantonese term for Westerner. It means essentially white devil. Or at least that's how I had it described to me. Good for them. I got called a guaylo before. Yeah, I bet. I was on a bus in San Francisco and a Chinese lady pushed me off the bus with her big cart. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they call themselves guaylos because I don't think that white people would purposely call themselves... Um... White devil. Yeah. This is coming straight from uh, Reddit. Reddit. So yeah. we know it's legit. Someone asked, what is the equally insulting Chinese equivalent of a weeaboo? Someone says Cenophile. Cenophile, okay. So this guy says Cenoboo. Someone says China doesn't export any culture, export, export any culture, except for maybe the odd Kung Fu film or Hong Kong action flick. So there's never been a need for a word for it. Uh, that's really funny. That's hysterical. Almost everything in this house is from China. Not yeah. only do they export culture, they make the culture. <laughs> yeah. My, my boy, you-, you We got some bad news, my guy. <laughs> 
Cause you, cause you know he said that and then fired a gun and th- did that unironically. <laughs> my, my man went, China's never affected anything. Anyway, I'm gonna go see some fireworks tonight after I go eat some noodles. He <laughs> said, <laughs> I love my silk shirt, bitch. Jesus. My that is so fucking funny. As he writes on paper. <laughs> on paper. <laughs> Everything goes from China. I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> That's really it. Funny. I'm dead. <laughs> this is just a show where we read like Reddit hot takes. <laughs> and we're like, nah, buddy. I, I hate to fucking tell you. Oh my god. Okay, here's a good Reddit hot take. I don't have the exact post, but I saw it recently. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the anti work subreddit we talked about that i was yeah. doing fucking numbers uh, mm-hmm. when i submitted my resignation from my previous job mm-hmm. um someone like the big debate on the anti-reddit anti-work subreddit is uh-huh. like are we pro communism or against communism and so there's like anti-communist pro-communist and then also this weird smattering of like corporate like ghost accounts in there oh good <laughs> So it's like hysterical because people are like, man, no, communism is evil. We need work. It's like, yo, what the fuck, though? This is the anti-work subreddit. This ain't the suck your dick for work subreddit. I do love the idea of there being like a capitalist anti-work person. Just someone who's like, look, the con- the working conditions are really bad. But <laughs> the way the only way to fix it. Is for Elon Musk to have more control over the workplace. Look, I made this joke earlier this week at puppy training. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look, man, if the fucking uh, logo slogan for like concentration camps is work will set you free, you probably also shouldn't have that slogan for capitalism. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not good to keep things like that. Maybe something shouldn't be the same. <laughs> Yeah, how many years out do you think we are from uh, some company? My bet is it's going to be either Tesla, absolutely, or McDonald's. Mm, Tesla, Tesla, I think is the most likely, but or Google. Mi- ooh, Google, Google is, is already go- uh, Google or Facebook or whatever the fuck they're called now. To be entirely honest, Google is already like half a minute away from having an actual town their campuses the fact that they call them campuses you their offices have three meals a day Mm -hmm. they have sleeping pods they have game rooms they have musicians they have everything you need to live on site that's the whole point of it yeah the only thing they don't have is like company issued money that you can only spend at company stores (laughs) (laughs) yeah just doing company town shit they are. They're God. a company town that just built upwards instead of outwards. God damn, man. <laughs> uh, what was the movie we watched where I was like, this is like fucking dystopian and like heinous and this like makes my fucking skin crawl. And you were like, this is just what working in San Francisco is like. I can't remember. It was the one with Emma Watson. But anyway, yeah, that movie is exactly like working in San Francisco. Jesus. Do you know how I know you would hate working in San Francisco? How's that? Every office has kombucha on tap. Gross. That would alone. I, okay. Uh, (laughs) I uh, used to get this like kombucha uh tea bag from like the giant near my Gross, college yeah um it tasted really good just because it was basically like 
it was just it was basically just a tea bag like it just tasted really good um and so i remember trying like kombucha from like a bottle for the first time Mm -hmm. and being like yo this tastes like booty why does this taste like ass okay so i have to tell you something really really controversial about me what's that you love kombucha i don't hate it i bet you know why because you're from san francisco shut the fuck up (laughs) it's because it's fizzy oh my god and i have a delicate jewish tummy Mm -hmm. and fizzy things makes my tummy smile (laughs) so i like fizzy oh my god that's also why Mm -hmm. apple apple cider yeah fucking fizzy water yeah diet cokes sure diet sprites okay the mcdonald's sprite that's extra spicy oh my god pop off in my tummy oh what i don't like about kombucha is that so kombucha's got like the bacteria in it yeah and i don't like that you can see them little fuckers floating around that's also <laughs> why i don't trust orange juice with pulp because i don't know what that shit is they say oh it's pulp god. it could be swimmers oh my god <laughs> what were you saying about why i wouldn't like working in san francisco they got the kombucha kombucha on tap uh-huh anything else is that it well they expect you to live there they do expect you to live there only open plan offices everything's colorful and smiling yeah i don't care for that they call each other dude you're supposed to call your ceo dude i don't like that at all what happened to this darn episode okay so let's okay i'm gonna transition i'm gonna transition are you ready for this transition hit me with it okay so this episode is called the drought yeah i come from california Mm -hmm. there are hella droughts okay but this is about Pussy drought, oh not god. being able to get your sloppy toppy from your mans. Oh my god. So as someone who doesn't have sex regularly because you're an uber virgin, what's the longest you've gone without getting your pee-pee wet? Because I'm an uber virgin. Yeah. What's you don't it? truly lose your virginity until you put your pee-pee in a third hole. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the longest I've gone without sex? Mm-hmm couple years really yeah that's cringe for you or at least between uh having sex or having like sex for the first time and then now uh yeah a couple years damn yeah that's really embarrassing um um i mean it it weren't for lack of trying i was out there smooching on biddies it's probably because i did i called them biddies it's probably because you called it smooching and because you <laughs> smooched them in alleyways. <laughs> I didn't smooch them in alleyways. Then stop pointing at alleyways in DC and going on smooched on bitches there. I'm not pointing at the alleyways. You'd be pointing at alleyways next to like the, the stadiums and being like, I smooched a bitch there. No, the alleyway next to the stadium is where me and my buddy uh, had to down a bunch of beers because we couldn't sneak them into the Capital One Arena. I bet if you had a bitch with bigger titties, you could sneak them into the Capital One Arena. <laughs> This is me and my buddy Jacob, so I I couldn't. I, Mm -hmm. in case anyone's curious, I texted JC's friends recently to ask if anyone's seen his penis, and one of his friends, his dear beloved friends, goes, I haven't, but I bet it's really thick. Oh my god. And I love that that was the response. I love (laughs) the energy your friends bring. Your friends bring, no, but I bet it's fucking baller. (laughs) I bet his dick make bitches cry. Oh my god. (laughs) Your friends are like the hype man that you never asked for about your penis. (laughs) Your friends out here texting me like, his fat cock, it's so huge, he's so hung, biggest penis I've never seen. Oh my god. (laughs) Biggest penis. Well, what's the longest you've gone without sex? Uh, No sexing. Three to six months. Okay. 
three, two, six. That's like a that's like a range. Usually three, but then my life fell apart and there was a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So six months. So it was three for a really long time until recently. And honestly, I blame Donald Trump for that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn his kofefe. His kofefe shut down my kufechi. <laughs> Kefuchi. My kafuchi. Yeah. <laughs> my cooch coochie. Cooch pussy f- coochie. Jesus. Really trying it. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one's about sex droughts. Yeah. Uh, uh, Which uh, offensive to Californians. I've never been in a drought. Trigger. You um you came out the other day from the bathroom because you've never lived in a drought and I mm-hmm. lived in one for most of my life and you mm-hmm. were like, "Hey, what do you need to do during a drought?" I'm like, "Well, you don't run like the sink when you're brushing your teeth, like obviously." Yeah. And your showers are supposed to be less than 5 minutes, and if it's a really bad day, you can't flush the potty when you go pee-pee. Man, that just y'all I know y'all stinky. Yeah, it's Cal- Cal- Californian stinky. And because you know when the worst drought is, summertime. Gross. When it's 106 degrees. Y'all, y'all smell like dookie. Y'all smell like if y'all smell like Europeans out there. Oh no, oh. we smell like weed dealers out there. Oh my there. god! Everyone be smoking that. Kush. I don't do drugs. I'm a good kid. Smoking that good Kush. Smoking that good coochie. Oh my god! <laughs> Put a little yeah. bit of that discharge in a blunt. <laughs> umami <laughs> okay anyway that's disgusting sorry so um, so uh we get the we get the carry voiceover telling us that everybody in new york is all about sex they're all about having it and wanting it and getting it and never sleeping because they're trying to get it too busy getting coochie sounds like men in the modern day and age <laughs> um i don't know because when she's talking about it in her list she's like uh, everyone in New York is all about sex. People, uh, everyone's trying to find out where they're going to get it next. Uh, and those, and then she, at one point she says something like, um, people who can't get it. And when she says people who can't get it, I don't know if it was intentional, but the camera shows up on this like Hispanic dude wearing a gold chain. Uh, and he sounds it, like he gets the most pussy, uh, honestly. That, it felt very racially motivated in the moment. You know it was racially motivated. We know how many people of color have had speaking lines in this show. <laughs> we track it. They're they're like they're like, and the people who can't get it, and then they show the guy from uh, fucking in the in, in the heights. They'd be like, anyone who can't get laid, mostly everyone in this part of the yeah. city in the nineties. Yeah, just circle uh, every part of uh, New York City that isn't like the Lower East Side. <laughs> they're like, they're like over here in Harlem, no pussy, no pussy. Uh, Brooklyn, no pussy. Washington Heights, no pussy. <laughs> Washington Heights. Washington Washington Heights. <laughs> That's my favorite part of uh, watching that movie with you is. Uh, how much stank they put on it. Stank? Yeah. <laughs> Don't call it accent stank. Anyway, yeah. so that's disgusting. Um, anyway, so she's talking about uh, sexing and she's like, I'm I'm sexing Mr. Big. We're having sex on the reg. Sex on the daily. On the daily. Weird. That is weird. Weird. That's too much sex. That's too much. You're... At a, at, a, at a certain point, your dick just starts dry heaving. At like, some, nothing comes out. Your dick's just like... <coughs> at some point, your pussy swell up. It'll be looking like, it'll be looking like the coochie when they, be, when they be using those pussy pumps on it. It'll be looking like the girls after they get their lips done. 
<laughs> she starts to hurt. You're like, Jesus, stop. Okay, anyway, so she she and Mr. Big are like sleeping together and having sex on the rig. Yeah. And they're eating ice cream in bed. Yeah, and this, he, is, this is the most disgusting she thing gives that's ever him happened some, on this Anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted during Women's History Month, um, they're eating ice cream and she gives him like a spoonful of ice cream and I guess it's like a nutty ice cream. And he goes, mmm, nuts, our favorite. We love our nuts. This is really gross. Disgusting. So he has it in his mouth and he goes to kiss her and like baby birds that ice cream <laughs> yeah. into her mouth. He like plops right into her mouth. This like white creamy <laughs> gloopy substance. <laughs> just bust slop right into her mouth. It's just ice cream. <laughs> It's the most disgusting shit I've ever seen. And, uh, well, that's not true. I did once see, uh, some band kids when I was in high school. Um, like they were like smooching on each other. Um, and they passed a Cheeto from one mouth to the other. <laughs> the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I'm going to come out and I'm going to tell you something. You, you pass food between mouths? Okay, you can't judge me. Okay. My first boyfriend, uh-huh. who was super fucking abusive. Mm-hmm. Let me put that out there. Super fucking abusive. Okay. Like this to share gum. Ew. Yeah. Just, he just spat his gum in your mouth? Yeah! I think that was just a way for him to degrade you. Probably. <laughs> Probably a stupid whore after you did it or something under his breath, I'm sure. Jesus Christ. Anyway, disgusting. Yeah, this is nasty. Um, what we're learning from this scene is that uh, Carrie and Mr. Big don't have rights. They're not allowed to have First, rights First, she fingers anymore. his mouth, which respectable. <laughs> Second, she baby birds food from him. Not respectable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's on thin fucking ice here. Yeah, so that's the first scene. We're already, like, angry about it. <laughs> so, I guess they're, they're sexing and... They're, they're sleeping together. They're sleep... Yeah, that's the big thing, is we're sleeping together. And by that, they mean, like, sleeping next to each other, which I love. Because what that means is Carrie... Who supposedly has a job somewhere, finishes her job, and he finishes his job, and they have, you know, they go back to his place, mm-hmm. probably get there around six, have dinner together, fucky a little bit, yeah, hang out, mm-hmm. it's 11 p.m., and he goes, adios, bitchachos, and then she leaves, <laughs> just to do that, like, the next day. That's, that, you're right, that is very funny. That's insane. <laughs> um, he... I like to think about this because, so, Carrie doesn't have, like, an office or anything. No. She, like, works from home. Yeah. On, like, um, the world's first laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That pre-pandemic uh, working from home. Um, so, Carrie doesn't have, like, things to do during the day. Carrie does, like, one column per week, which means that she just has, like... Too much time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, really, if you have, like... If you're the type of person who just, like, writes down, like, ideas, you could, like, feasibly stockpile ideas for columns and then spend, like, six days just, like, fucking partying and hanging out and then just, like, on your, on the day of your deadline, just, like, real quick bang out a column. This bitch goes to Versace shows. Yeah. 
fuck this bitch. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's insane that they're like just started sleeping together, like sleeping yeah. next to each other. I do love the idea that he's like, mm, it's 11. Um, I'm getting kind of tired. Yeah, you can, should go. Yeah. Can you bounce? Yeah. He, he, some people say that I'm feeling tired is like, uh, we should, go, we should like hit the bed. And he says, I'm tired. I mean, you should get the fuck out. Cause <laughs> get I, out, bitch. I, I have, you know, spent the night with dudes and I always decide to leave, but I cannot tell you how insane it would be if like we were regularly boning and every time they were like okay bye (laughs) (laughs) it'd be like uh do we need to have a conversation about like commitment yeah are you you doing something weird like you want a gatorade for the road get out (laughs) (laughs) damn bitch you want to take a shower here that's kind of clingy it's like (laughs) (laughs) fuck you want a shower for get shower at your own home go home i don't care that you leaking Leak elsewhere. Leak in the cab for all I care. I don't care if they my kids. I gave up custody. <laughs> You're right. That is really funny. <laughs> it's crazy person shit. So I guess they're sleeping together and it's really yeah. cute. And they wake up in the morning and she's like, wow, I'm so beautiful in my full face of makeup. I hate when shows do this. He's sleeping on his back like a vampire. Yeah. I I hate this. I hate when shows show like couples sleeping together because they're always like cuddled up. Yeah, next they're always to each like other. cuddled next to each other and they're like facing each other, holding each other like that when like. In real life, you ass to ass. Yeah, you're you're like shoving each other away. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like one person sprawled out like a starfish, and you? the other person is like on their side, like pressed up against the uh, the edge of the bed. Me. Oh my god. You. So you're you're a cuddler, which I love because what you'll do is you'll cuddle into me. You'll like press into me. You're like <laughs> stealing the covers. You're like breathing on my neck. Your nose is like pressed into the side of my face as hard as a nose could be i'm expecting a bruise the next day but i know when you're asleep because your bitch ass flips over and moves as far away from me as possible yeah i get warm at night you go to sleep and you immediately say no no contact till marriage <laughs> yeah i'm waiting till marriage to good. spoon you at night good i don't want that fucking pee on me at night that's too damn warm <laughs> I don't want no sweaty ass man next to me. Okay, so anyway, sorry for yeah. outing you. Oh my god! On, on this Women's History Month, um, so they're waking up in the morning and they're cuddling and beautiful and they're just too attractive for each other. And as Carrie's stretching and saying good morning, she rips fat ass. Yeah, she 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 shitted. She shitted her doo-doo ass. <laughs> yeah, she did. She shitted so hard. Good for her. And, don't say that. Queen. No. Queen shit. So she ripped straight doo-doo ass. Mr. Big is like laughing at her like, was that you? Yeah, he's Real cack- you vibes. Yeah, cackling. Real you vibes. What? She like hides under the blanket. He goes, it's gonna be words under there, which means she shitted. Shitted her doo-doo ass. So it's stinky. Yeah, smelling like ass. Smelling like smelling like ass, and so she she hides under the covers. He's like, it's gonna be worse under there. So she gets even more embarrassed. She takes all the blankets off his bed, hiding <laughs> herself, running out the house, getting dressed as fast as she can. He's like, it's okay if you want to stay. She's like, oh no, I gotta go. She's already fucking out the door, dressed. She's like, it's the fastest I've ever gotten dressed. <laughs> so she's so she's back at home she's apparently actually doing work today but apparently every time she stops 
All she could think about is her fart. My favorite thing about this scene is that when she hears her fart in her head, it has like reverb on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like an echo on it. <laughs> it's like real crazy yeah. shit. Fart remix. <laughs> also, the best part is, is it's not like a big like, <laughs> like it's like a little like, like a little, a little, ooh, lady too. Ooh, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like barely a fart. Yeah, you would call it more like a, a little slip. Yeah. But also, so... Yeah, her booty just real cool, quick went. Well, I, okay, this is what I was thinking about the second time we watched it. Carrie ain't got no ass. Yes. Does she got no pelvic floor? How her booty so loose that she let a little slip through? My girl, clench your cheeks. Keep that doo-doo air in. Hold it in your tummy. Better to poison yourself than poison the men around you. No, poison the men around you. No. Yes, always. So apparently she went over to his house that night and they have Chinese dinner and she's like, I'm just going to be an adult and I'm not going to talk about it. Like, I'm just going to ignore the situation because that's the best way to deal with it. Yeah. She's like, you trying to go to this new art exhibit? And he's like, he looks surprised and like he is wildly uninterested in whatever she is talking about. He already has. He's doing he's doing 13 year old child things. Yeah. <laughs> He's too busy thinking about what he's about to do. He's trying not to laugh. Yeah. So <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't get. Oh, goddamn." Uh, and so he's like, "Can you grab me some duck sauce, right now? Yeah, they're having Chinese tonight. Um, and so she's like, "Absolutely." Trying to be seductive. And so she hops up and goes to get it, and he whips a whoopee cushion on the seat, which I think he filled with his piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because he pulled. He like. Has it, like, on his lap? So the fact that she doesn't see it somehow, astounding. She got those Shayna eyes. <laughs> that was a love is blind reference for y'all there, because our girl Shayna be blind. That's why she's squinting, just looks suspiciously at everyone. She's a white supremacist, yes, but she's a blind one. <laughs> That's why she only dumped Kyle when she got close to him. She went, oh, yeah. fuck, he's Mexican. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so after this... Apparently, you know, they go to bed and she's trying to wear something seductive to get her uh, nightly fuckies in, I guess. Yeah. And my man's <laughs> like, yo, I'm tired from laughing so hard at giving you a whoopee cushion. Uh, I'm I'm going to bed. And she is so upset. She's she, like, something's wrong. He hates me now. It's because I farted. He never wants to have sex with me again. Yeah. Which they've been dating for a while now. Yeah, they've been dating for like a few months at least. Are you, how is this 40-year-old man putting out every single night? <laughs> this man is going through, and you know why he He's couldn't. snorting Viagra. This man couldn't do it tonight because he finally ran out of the New York City supply of Viagra. Yeah. This man single-handedly like, brought down the chain. <laughs> Wrecked the Viagra supply chain. Yeah. <laughs> Prices were so high that week, but supplies were so low. <laughs> So he's like, yeah, I'm tired. And she like immediately takes this to heart. She's like, it's me. It's because I shit my doo-doo ass. And of course, being Carrie, she lacks like any ability to like have a conversation about it or be like a functional person. So she just like accepts this as like complete truth. And like, there's no reason to question it or have a conversation or I don't know, maybe like have a relationship. She's like, no, this is just true. Yeah, she she just, like, immediately is, like, she internalizes it, and then, like, I'm... She, like, takes it, and she's like, I have to talk to Miranda about this tomorrow. And it's like, no, just talk to your man Today, now. yeah. Just, yeah, just be like, is it is it because of me? And then he'll be like, no, I'm 
tired. No, I'm 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been having sex with a 30-something for the past three months. Yeah. And I have a fucking full-time job, unlike you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking 45. I'm tired of shit all the time. I'm you understand in, how creaky my body is? I'm in the 90s and I'm 45. My body is already beyond repair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Yeah, I was 20 in the 70s. Do you know what those drugs did to me? <laughs> Allie, this might be worse than when he plays. Why is that? Because at least when he plays, he like tires himself out pretty quickly. He's got like just enough energy that he's annoying. Oh my god! All he's doing is trying to get comfy. He's not trying to get comfy. He's trying to play. He's being a baby. He is a baby. Yes, you're a baby. Peach, no, leave him alone. <clears throat> she has cute little tail, though. She's gonna oh, fall God. into the microphone. You're falling. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Good boy. <clears throat> So her and Miranda go out and get their nails done. Hell yeah, they do. And uh, uh, Miranda's like, yeah, I haven't had sex for three months. <laughs> and she, Carrie, I guess, responds poorly. And Miranda responds with her usual uh, poison attitude. She goes, now would be a good time to wipe that horrified look off your face. It's like, damn, bitch. It's three months, not 17 years. How? Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's talk okay. about this. <clears throat> it's 1998. Yes. They have to find each other at work or through newspaper ads. Yeah. How or, is this? Or by like going to a bar and like showing enough cleavage to get random guys to hit on you. How is this bitch getting dick every three months? I got dick every three months and I had the ability to go on Tinder and swipe <laughs> on 200 dudes at a time. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, the, is she working in overtime to get this shit done? Yeah, she's she, <laughs> she's working that dick OT. She says, I'm a lawyer. I'm a lesbian in denial. Mm -hmm. And I be scouring through the misconnections 24-7. <laughs> Anytime they say red hair, I say that was me. <laughs> yeah, and there's no way, because like, they have the internet presumably because that's how like carrie writes but they don't so, have matchmaking yet yeah well that i was about to say they don't have like anything because remember when in like the early 2000s when online dating was like you only did online dating if you were like a fucking freak oh my god my mother used to do online dating in the 80s and do you know how it was done then how through videotapes <laughs> that's really funny you would make a videotype and you'd send it into a matchmaking service and then if someone wanted to find a girlfriend they would show you all the videotapes and you could decide who you wanted to go on a date with wait the men didn't have videotapes <clears throat> well whoever did wanted to do this would have videotapes and you would go in and see 
all these people and then you would choose who you like and they would send them your videotape. And that's how you guys would do matchmaking back in the ye olden days. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Your parents didn't do that because they were too busy being Catholic. My mom <laughs> did that because she was too busy having a damaged childhood. <laughs> yeah, my parents didn't do that because um they met organically in their hometown. Of three people. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, excuse me. My parents' hometown has... Uh, actually, three? Yeah, actually, at the time it would have been like 5,000. Your mom? Yeah. Your dad? Yeah. And then my mom's big ass family. And then your mom's mom? Yeah. And your mom's dad? Yeah. Who was also your dad's? Oh my god. <laughs> and then your dad's mom? Count four people. So anyway, what I think is hysterical is, so she's working overtime. One, one. She's working overtime to find Dick every three months. Second of all, she just met up with a couple who wanted a threesome the other day. Yeah. Just have sex with them. Also, if you want... Also, if you want sex that often, you probably shouldn't have been a bitch to my boy Skipper. Yeah! Yeah! You know how you get sex on the reg every three months? A boyfriend. And you know how you have a boyfriend? By not being a weird commitment phobe who's kind of mean to a nice guy. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about, like, oh, like, make him, like, weird break up with uh, the nice uh, lady he was with. Just, like, because even, like, in the first episode, she's, like, a fucking bitch to his face immediately. She's just a bitch everywhere. So, apparently, Carrie's like, yeah, he doesn't want to have sex with me because I I farted. Shitted. And because I'm one of the boys. Because apparently the fact that he, like, played a prank on her and, like, they laughed together makes her one of the boys. Which therefore means that, like, she's no longer sexy. Which is, like, a very weird approach of, like, no, no, I cannot have a friendship with my husband. Because if I do that, then that means I do not uh, appear romantic. Which is, like, uh... That's bad. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't say that out loud. <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to be friends with your significant others. That's uh, not That's, allowed. Uh, hashtag cringe. <laughs> Stop yeah. being friends. Carrie thinks it's insane that her boyfriend wants to be friendly with her. <laughs> yeah, you can't be friends with your boyfriend. That's not allowed. The fact that we're friends. Yeah, freak shit. Honestly, that's the reason why we're doomed. Yeah, kink. Kink. <laughs> It's yeah. kinky to be friends. <laughs> yeah, my my kink is being friends with my significant other. And she keeps keeps being like, oh, and Mr. Big is so perfect. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, bitch, in like one or two episodes ago, we discovered that the uh, he's been married in the past and the reason he got divorced is because he cheated. Married in the past, forgot to disclose it, didn't want to be in a monogamous committed relationship. Yeah. Gaslit you, insulted yeah, you. Yeah, dating other hoes. Blatantly in front of you, telling you to fuck off so we can get more pussy. Like, um, ma'am, there's a few things we should talk about here. <laughs> yeah, uh, unable to communicate in any uh, comprehensible or healthy way. Yeah, your favorite your favorite thing about Big that you just have a huge problem with is the fact that he kind of communicates, like, through suggestion. Yeah, he communicates through these, like, awkward, uh, I know they're written because, like, it's a TV show, but, like, poorly thought out, uh, analogies or metaphors. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it, it's, 
It's a pain. It's awful. And then, so, she's talking to, to Miranda about all this, and she's like, yeah, it was the first time we slept in a bed and didn't do it. Is that normal? Uh, what? What? <laughs> it's not normal to not sleep in a bed and do it. It's more normal to sleep and not... What? What? Can you imagine, like, oh, JC, we're having a horrible relationship. We didn't pound every time it was bedtime. <laughs> it's 1 a.m. You just got done doing dishes. I just got done not doing dishes because I'm a queen. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, time for our nightly pound sesh. And you're like, sorry, I'm tired because I had to wake up early and work was really hard. And my back hurts, and I have a headache, and I just did dishes, and I want to go to sleep. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I didn't know you fucking hated me. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit. I guess you're not committed to this relationship. <laughs> God, you're what right. a perfect storm to make someone hate you. Yeah, right? God fucking damn, man. Like, way to really destroy a relationship. Be like, you have to give it every time I'm near you, or else we're not real. Yeah, look, do you love me? Then fuck you bruise this coochie tear this hole but get me a second coochie for pounding daddy (laughs) (laughs) so then i guess uh miranda's bitching about how she hasn't had sex again in three months and how that's not normal and it's like that is a normal amount of time one and then we go to our interviews uh because carrie's thought process is there's i don't know some uh made-up number of people in Manhattan and only 12 of them thinking they're have enough sex. Yeah. So we go through our interviews. Mm-hmm. The first man is a man who's a, he's a businessman and he says that he has to uh, jerk off three times a day just to make it. Yeah, just to make day. it. He Some people have coffee breaks. He has jerk off breaks. That's really gross. Um, can you imagine... Being at that office, you're just, like, trying to take a shit, and the dude in the stall next to you is going, like, fucking ham on it. He's like... Guy in the stall next to you is going, (laughs) (laughs) He comes out, and it's your boss, and you can't make eye contact. He doesn't wash his hands. He goes to shake your hand. It's sticky for some reason. You're you're like, oh my god, what do I do? You're like, oh my god, I fucking want to die. The second woman in the interview says that 33% of women say that they're having sex three times a week. And this woman's like, who is that woman? Because I don't know her. Three times a week is pretty normal. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, it's pretty normal. I mean, not when you're older or when you have children or when you're in a particularly stressful time. But, like, otherwise, it's pretty standard. Yeah, I would say so. So then someone else, the next guy is another business guy because it's always uh, white business people. Yeah. It's like, oh. I haven't had sex since my son was born. He's going to Yale this summer. Yeah. (laughs) Sir, your wife wants a divorce. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My man, you're bad at sex. So then our last person is the Vietnamese nail lady that Miranda (laughs) and Carrie were just at. (laughs) Yeah, this lady. She has like the worst accent you can give like... An Asian lady. They googled, like, most racist accent. That one. Can you do that one? And so she... So here's also something I don't like. Mm -hmm. She says that she has sex every day, but that on special days, she does it twice a day. Mm -hmm. Which is more racist because it perpetuates the stereotype that ethnic women Mm -hmm. are more 
sexual because yeah. they are more uncivilized. Yes. That Asian women are there to please men and that is their existence. Yeah, it's it's particularly uh, insidious. Gross. It's gross, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, the, all of it is very racist. I'm, like, mildly surprised she wasn't like, hi, my name is Ching Chong. My like, name is uh, Ping Paddle. Yeah, something like <laughs> it's that. It's awful. Which is awful, because this is our first uh, person of color who has a speaking line in, God, what, seven oh, episodes? Oh, God, yeah. And, and, and just like our, our favorite character, the taxi driver, it's a racist stereotype yeah, it's again. Just, they just have someone on to be like a racial stereotype and they're like, all right, now get off screen. We honestly should start counting like how many of these characters of colors are just weird racial stereotypes because they would be about 50% of them. Uh, yeah, so far it would be, uh, at least two. At least two. Uh, or... Because in the, I think it's the second episode, the uh, guy who, uh, one of them is the uh, the guy who runs the uh, bodega where uh, he's Chinese too, or like yeah, Mongolian. Yeah, he yeah he's uh, Asian as well, um, and running a bodega shop, which feel. <laughs> I, I can't tell if that's, like, representation or, like, lightly racist. Probably lightly racist. It would probably be, like, an Indian person running a gas station. Yeah. Maybe not accurate, but for some reason it's an association that's incorrect. <sighs> okay, so moving on to our next weird racist thing. Um, <laughs> Samantha's taking up yoga. Yeah. So and Carrie meets her there. They're doing yoga together. They're yoga girls. And... Carrie asks Samantha, what is a normal amount of sex to have? And Samantha says, a normal amount is the halfway point between what you want and what you get. Yeah, between what you want and between what you can get. I don't know. Do you think that's true? I think a normal amount of sex is however much is regular for you as long as you and your partner are comfortable with one another. Yeah, I would say so. I also think that, okay... I think the idea that there's a fixed amount of sex you have in like a given week... It's ace-phobic! <laughs> um, well, because, I mean, also, like, it changes week to week. Like, the, I don't know, the idea that, like, oh, like, how much sex do I have? Like, it changes. Like, Can you imagine on my ushy-gushy red geyser week, you're, like, three times a week, baby. Yeah. Give me that heavy flow day. <laughs> like, no, my man, you are making raspberry jelly at that point in time. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know, like, there it changes, like, it depends, like, there's a lot of variables, like, I mean, also, like, what's going on in your life? I think sex is a normal amount of sex, as long as both of you are comfortable talking about it, mm-hmm. and as long as both of you are not avoiding it. Yeah. Because I know I've been in relationships where it's like, mm, is this a healthy relationship? And I'm like, man, I sure would rather die than have sex with them. And I'm like, ooh, that's that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this scene, Sam does say that, uh, does make a point that I think is very salient, which is that she... Uh, she said, uh, Carrie's like, I, I farted. I farted in front of Mr. Big. And she's like, that's a huge mistake. And uh, Carrie's like, well, isn't it just like human or whatever? And she's like, men don't want women to be human. Men want women to be perfect. Yeah, and yeah. And I think this is a really good and really interesting point. Um, a feminist queen. Yeah, she, she says that women can't fart, use tampons, douche, or have hair in the wrong places, which mm. very much is true. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think nowadays, thankfully, we've kind of moved a little bit beyond this, but there are certainly men who think that. I mean, I, okay, so let's talk about this. This is yeah. a very important thing that we've run into in our relationship. Uh-huh. Your family love to rip ass. Yeah, it's funny. My family tells the dogs they're immoral if they rip <laughs> ass. So we're on opposite sides of this. Yeah, our our joke was always, if you rip ass, uh, what you do is you immediately blame the dog. Our our thing was you never rip ass because that's a sign that you're a lowly life form. I mean, yeah, if you're like freaks about it, if you got if you wanna you wanna get like sticks up your butt about it. We have sticks. Up, we have the whole redwood forest up our ass about oh my it. God. Like we are, we do not pass gas. We didn't even we weren't even allowed to say fart till we were maybe in high school. To be fair, I also wasn't allowed to say fart. For some reason, it's a bad word. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> something about uh, middle eight or like uh, moms in the late nineties, early two thousand said fart is a bad word. I wonder why that is. Because it's a disgusting thing to do. I mean, like, like okay, presumably you still had terms for it. Passing gas. Passing gas. I mean, we we had to say toot. That's cuter. It is cuter. It is not cool. When you're in like sixth grade and you're like, haha, I tooted. And all the, the, all the boys you... in class are like, yo, that's, you're fucking, you're a fucking freak, bro. Yeah, because you're not supposed to be shitting your doo doo ass in class, my guy. Everybody else was. It's disgusting. You never had a fart contest in school? No. Oh. Um, me neither? Yeah. <laughs> so I will, so, okay. Mm hmm. There have been so many times early on in our relationship where you did the finger gun fart thing at me. <laughs> That's so funny. Where I legitimately looked at you and I was like, this is not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you stuck it out with me. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this is the one thing where I live by the pre-feminist rules and I'm mm. like, no one should shit ever. No oh one poops. And you're like, yeah, baby, rip ass into my mouth. I don't say that. But it's the suggestion. No. No, the suggestion is freely rip ass. It's I would okay never to... rip ass. Okay. <laughs> the idea that me being like, yeah, you should be free to rip ass is the same as wanting like you to rip ass in my mouth is like saying, uh, if I'm pro-sex worker, then I want to fuck a sex worker. That's what it means! No! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> to be clear, I'm not saying sex workers are the same as farts. That's my man my man said doo-doo air and sex worker. <laughs> the entire industry are the same. Yeah. One in Dookie particulates, every last one of them. <laughs> oh my god. So, this guy who runs the yoga class, who looks like, in case you're curious, he looks like what very famous drag queen Alaska Thunderfuck 3000 looks like out of drag. God. You didn't understand that reference, but I, did, I not, did. No. Um, so this guy rolls up on Sam and is like, "Ooh, yeah, you know, uh stretch here, do this." And I guess he's sexy. Yeah, he, he's like he's like breathe through it. I guess it's sexy. I don't know. And Sam's like, "Do you want to go out to coffee?" And he's like, "Yeah." So I guess Sam's like, ah, "I'm getting dick and you're you're ripping ass." So, uh, Sam goes out on a date, and our yoga guy, who is white. Yeah, he a honky. He's white. His name is Siddhartha. That's racist. That's fucked up, yeah. <laughs> this, this leads into my, okay, so, 
presumably he's also like buddhist or whatever yeah he which is le- buddhist he talks about it which lead which leads into my theory that white people can't do uh religions uh predominantly consisting of like people of color in a normal way because you've got people like cat stevens who converted to islam and was like yo my name is yusuf islam now what would your islamic name be what would my islamic name be yeah something something muslim uh that's <laughs> i mean the, i mean my last i mean as in my last name would be muslim i don't know something muslim uh it, it would be okay um yeah it would be uh because i gotta be like a freak with it because i'm a white person it would be mohammed mohammed i would want mine to be uh fatima quran oh my god <laughs> mohammed muslim Muhammad Muslim is good. <laughs> if I were to do Buddhism, mm-hmm. Nirvana, Siddhartha, <laughs> Gandhi. Oh my god. <laughs> Gotta pay respects to my ultimate king! <laughs> Gross. I hate Gandhi. I'm sorry. I should make that very clear. He was a pedophile, and although he did technically good things for India in the end of colonialism in India, he also was a piece of shit who definitely disrespected the fuck out of his wife and definitely assaulted children. Yeah, he did. Did you? So, our Buddhist king, Siddhartha White, probably his last name is like Wilson. Siddhartha Wilson. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Siddhartha Wilson is a celibate man. Yeah, he's tantric celibate. He He practiced tantric celibacy and he has been doing this for three years. And That's Samantha, weird. Samantha's my favorite. Okay, so I love Samantha. Mm-hmm. Everything Samantha says sounds like a caricature. Yes. The fact that he's like, you know, it's so much better than sex. And Samantha goes, honey, there's nothing better than sex. It's like, <laughs> shut up. Stop it. Stop it. You're making women look bad. <laughs> this is bad for women. <laughs> yeah and so he's like he's like no it's like foreplay for three years and all all i've written down in my notes is that still feels like sex my guy (laughs) like foreplay is still sex like you if you getting off from not having sex i think you should go to therapy and really talk about why you are so dedicated to having things be so sexual within your life well what he says is that he uh he takes the like raw sexual electricity, that electric energy from sex, sex, sex energy, sex, sexergy. Yeah, sexergy, and channels it into other places. Which just means my man's at like my man is bricked up at the grocery store. I hate that phrase. <laughs> my man is bricked up at the grocery store, just like fucking busting over like some ripe mango. He's like. Mm. This mango is so ripe. You think if he takes a massive dookie, it's really relaxing. He like comes a little bit. Absolutely, one hundred percent. If com- you comes and shits at the same time. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 to the point that now every time he's like, "I got a shit bricked up, hard oh as a rock." Oh my god! Do you think if you are a celibate uh-huh. that having cummies mm-hmm. is forbidden? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Can you bust if you sell a bite? <laughs> no kissing, cuddling, snuggling, or touching sexual parts. Ew. Damn, yo. My uh, Catholic hot take is just let them priests fuck. 
I think the priest, okay. Mm-hmm. You know where my take is. Priest should be able to fuck, but you know why? Because you want them to have illegitimate children, like they're fucking Borgias or whatever. Because the priest in Fleabag? Oh my god. My god! <laughs> oh yeah! No, it's just because the actor is gay. You know who he looked like? We were watching a very old, um, oh god, what's his name? The guy who plays the Hulk. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is a youngin? Yeah. Looks like that actor. Because <laughs> I was watching him like, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Mark Ruffalo? Precum does not break celibacy. I would imagine not. I don't I don't think that's uh I don't think that would make any sense. Uh anyway, this dude is weird and in my opinion gross. Just have sex. Cuz he's like the only he was like, "Ah, like before this I was having sex morning, day and night. Like I never stopped having sex." Three women a day. Yeah. My man, the the answer doesn't have to be, like, being a weird vol cell. You can just, like, have a normal amount of sex. I guess then, like, the the uh, thesis of this episode is how much is a normal amount. And the answer is that's a weird question to ask in the first place. Yeah, just... Just, like, don't, like, have sex in an unhealthy way. <laughs> so so he keeps being like, yeah, my sexual energy is getting recycled, which is a gross way to put it. And the whole time, uh, Samantha is going through this, like, lip-quivering, lip-biting, pouting, panting look, because apparently this is sexy. And Carrie comes over to be like, the only thing better than having sex is talking dirty about not having sex. My guy. My lady. Yeah. My lady. All she just <laughs> talked about was how clinical it feels to not have sex. That's not talking dirty. If she is going to be on the edge of bussin' because she learned what an IUD is, <laughs> Samantha's not ready for adult life and she should probably go back to high school and learn how to insert a tampon. That's all I'm saying. Jesus. Samantha is like, I can't use a tampon because it's too much like having sex. It's like, Samantha! <laughs> This is a 14-year-old's view of sex. <laughs> Learn your bodily autonomy. This is not a sexy conversation. This is not erotic. This is like, my man is clearly not able to have a real functioning adult life, and you should probably step away from him because he is not fully formed in his own humanity. Oh my god. Siddhartha sucks ass. Also, his name is Siddhartha, and his name was probably like, I don't know. Joe. Justin. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so next scene. Th- yeah. Then in our next scene, uh, we got Carrie and uh, Charlotte out to dinner. Uh, Carrie almost tells Charlotte that she uh, shitted her doo-doo ass. But she's scared to tell her because she thinks she would, like, combust or something. This is two episodes in a row I want to point out that uh, people have specifically not told Charlotte something. I don't think she's their friend. I don't think they're actually friends with Charlotte. I don't think they're friends with each other. So, but my issue is, is that she's out to dinner with Charlotte so that way she can meet Charlotte's new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And immediately, instead of being like, what's his name? What does he do? Tell me about him. She's like, my life. And it's yeah. like, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie, can you, uh, like, pay attention to other people for a minute and a half? Yeah. Uh, but so, she's there to meet uh, Charlotte's new beau. Who is a guy named Kevin. Stupid name. I don't like the name Kevin. I'm Me taking neither. a stance on it. If your name is Kevin, you should change. I knew a Kevin in college. Mm-hmm. So cute. Five foot two. 
That's why he was cute. He was no, he was Little. really. He was if he was taller, he'd be hot. But because he was so short, it was just like, aww. Uh, but so we see. Kevin and Kevin uh, rolls up. He does like a little dance. Ah. Does like a little like. To me, it's a white dad dance. It absolutely. He's saying, "I am ready for children." Yeah, I am horny for commitment. (laughs) Uh, But so he rolls up, and Charlotte's like, "Hi, Kevin. This is my friend." And he's like, "Oh, hi, Carrie." Um, And Charlotte's like, "How do you guys know each other?" And kept my man Kevin is like, we went out. <laughs> yeah. We dated. And then he whips out a pager because it's... Yeah, because my man sells drugs, I guess. Because it's 1912. <laughs> like, oh my God. And so he's like, I have to go take this call. And Charlotte's like, okay, you need to tell me everything. And she's like, how long did you date? And Carrie's like, uh, three years, I think. And Charlotte's like, okay, okay, I can work with that. Uh, You know, was it serious? And Carrie's like, no, it wasn't. She's like, okay, why did you guys break up? And Carrie's like, you know, we were just in different places in our lives. And Charlotte, the funniest thing Charlotte's ever said is she's like, she's like, Carrie, we do not have time for diplomacy. Just tell me. It's like, God, girl, I love when you get down to business. And apparently Kevin is a sex maniac, which makes Charlotte horny because they haven't had sex yet. Yeah. Because she's like, ooh, he respect me. Yeah. He put respect on my name. He put so much respect on my name. He don't even want to disrespect my name. With sex. <laughs> With eroticism. <laughs> so, she has dinner with Carrie and Kevin, I guess. I don't know. We don't see any more. But yeah, honestly, I no, wish we did. <laughs> yeah, no more of this dinner happens. The next scene there, in the you cab. You know why we couldn't see more of this dinner? Because mm-hmm. Kevin would sit down and Charlotte would start like rubbing his leg and being like, oh, it's so sexy. And Carrie would be like, so I farted in front of my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all she would talk about. Yeah, that's all she talks about. She cannot talk about other things so annoying uh but so then they're they're in the cab on the way home and uh charlotte's like it must be really hard for you i want to thank you for being so patient with me and it'll just make everything better and then she turns to the uh cabbie who doesn't get a voice yeah no (laughs) faceless voiceless character who still probably is a racial stereotype Uh, and she, uh, and she's like, uh, fucking only one stop. Fucking, uh, only one, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is really funny because that implies that the cabbie somehow knows, like, which stop to make. Like, they they haven't told him, like, where to stop at all. This is the same energy as the previous episode where they're like, Connecticut, please. (laughs) (laughs) They uh, ominously know. Um, and so they're back at Charlotte's place, I assume, probably. It yeah. looks too clean otherwise. Yeah, I think it's Charlotte's spot. And it looks th- like the same spot where she was uh having sex with uh the guy who was into threesomes. And they rolling around, she still got her bra on, that's how you know it's real good. <laughs> um, and he rolls off of her and goes, mm, I don't think this is gonna work. And Charlotte's like, Oh my god, it's me, you hate me, this is Bill because of me. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not just that sexual of a guy. And she's like, well, Carrie told me you're a sex maniac. And he goes, oh, yeah, that was before I got on my antidepressant. Now yeah, he has no on, sex drive. <laughs> my man on the Prozac. You ever done Prozac? I've not done Prozac. I've done Prozac. How it made it? me a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to try it because I watched a movie before I was, like, clinically diagnosed as depressed called mm-hmm. Prozac Nation. Okay. Where um the bitch... From 
Adam's family, she played Wednesday, has a very round face. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> she plays a really depressed girl who tries to kill herself, but I guess starts taking antidepressants. I don't know. I was like, hey, that's an antidepressant I know. Let's start there. Horrible choice. <laughs> Turn me into a zombie. But man, I wasn't sad. I was just not. So baller for this guy for getting on this zombie ass drug and being like cruising. Yeah, my man like my man's funny the whole episode. Because he's this is 1998. You got yeah. two epi- like options. You got Prozac or suicide, man. Like there is no <laughs> option. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got uh you got Prozac or fucking alcohol. Prozac or sucks to be you, I guess. Yeah, goddamn, bro. Shit, sounds like you're gonna be tiled for a while, my guy. You heard of this thing new thing called crack? Like <laughs> <laughs> Damn man. Try you, something. Damn man, you sad? Should anyway, be. you hear Giuliani's fixing the city, you should be happy about something. <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, after a while I can't stay hard, so after a while it's just like a taffy pull. Yeah, it's just pulling taffy. Love that he explained it for that. He's just he's vibing. My man is smiling through the whole thing. He said I can't keep an erection, but I love my life. It's like, <laughs> that's great for you. A lot of people have negative side effects and feel horrible about that. But King over here, I love him. I wouldn't want to date Kevin because uh, he seems like I would complain to him about being depressed. And he'd be like, man, you should just double your dosage. Yeah, just keep yeah, just keep up in that dosage until you don't feel it. My man is self-medicating with Prozac. Yeah. <laughs> he starts to get yeah. the negative side yeah, effects that no pro- one knew about. He's getting Prozac on the streets. He said, hey, yo, what's this cut with fentanyl? I heard it kills cops. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I get fentanyl from t- cutting, touching it. Cutting Prozac <laughs> with other drugs. <laughs> My dream drug. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear okay. me out. A melatonin raspberry flavored gummy. Okay. Cut. Mm-hmm. With a NyQuil. Oh my god. Rolled in an anti-acid. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm having problems staying asleep recently. <laughs> and I have bad tummy digestion, which is very uncomfortable. <laughs> Aww. Your dream drug, what would your dream drug be? Yours is going to be something like legit. Not like Tylenol and NyQuil. <laughs> Not even a little weed in there. It's all like. <laughs> uh, my dream drug? Oh, uh, I know what yours would be. I mean, there's like a sad answer and a like fun answer. What's your fun answer? Um, my fun answer is just like, um, uh, like weed pills, but with like, uh, with like a little antidepressant thrown in there. You know what I would make? Just you? like a little Lexapro. <laughs> Little a pinch of Lexapro in, in my weed. Okay, so you know what mine would be for you? What's that? Okay, so it's a big horse pill. Okay. That's fiber. <laughs> <laughs> I roll it, I roll it, I roll it in like a liquid like painkiller because okay. not like a hardcore one, like baby Tylenol that's yeah. liquid. I dust it with mm-hmm. a little Lexapro. Uh-huh. And I top it with a barbecue flavoring. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you go dookie normal, your emotion normal, and you finally stop going Eah! every time you stand up with your knees. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I keep you right, my guy. <laughs> we talk about butts a lot. <laughs> yeah, of course we do. Oh no. <laughs>
Now even carried away is the potty humor. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next scene, Carrie's at home. She's like, mm. Oh, is this where she paints her apartment? No, not oh. yet. This is when she's at home and she's trying to, like, do work and, like, not think about going over to Mr. Biggs because she doesn't want to have another platonic sleepover. But <laughs> which is weird. I, platonic sleepovers are fucking baller. Yeah, they're really fun. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Okay. They are fun if you have like a normal, healthy relationship where you talk to another person. And okay, like, this sounds f- like a childhood sad story coming out. <laughs> no, and it's uh, it's all about like uh, like you're you're you like talk to them and you like enjoy you like laugh with them and you like watch like a shitty movie and then you fall asleep together that's that's why we think a platonic sleepover sounds baller uh because that like sounds fun carrie would hate that she would hate talking to someone and like watching things um when was the last time you had a sleepover i don't count bitches don't count hoes don't count what was the last time you had a friendly sleepover uh let's see here um when my friend, friend of the show, Faye, um, had an apartment in Fredericksburg. I used to go there sometimes and we would smoke weed and watch YouTube videos or movies and shit. And I would talk through the whole thing because I get mad talkative you're when I'm so high. You're so annoying when you're high. I get mad talkative. Um, so we would like, I would be like terrible at watching movies because I would just be talking too much. You talk through everything. <laughs> I love I love you to death mm-hmm. I was working two jobs this week I was in two meetings at one time and while I'm in two meetings you come around the corner like man I was just thinking about this movie we were watching the other night it's like sir I love you I can't do this right now <laughs> <laughs> you just I'll be like I'm in a really important training and you're like you ever just think about snow that shit crazy that's not how I sound <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> um but so, like, I would get high enough that, like, I felt uncomfortable, like, trying to drive home. Also, I still lived with, I was, like, living with my parents at the time. Yeah, your mom would judge your ass off. Uh, and I didn't want my mom to know I was smoking weed. I'm gonna tell your mom you smoke weed. Uh. Weed! <laughs> um, so what I would do was, uh, I would sleep over at her house, uh, or her place, and then, uh, just, like, text my mom and be like, hey, like, uh, go ahead and set the alarm. I'm not coming home. Uh, me and Faye have been drinking. Yeah, drinking weed! <laughs> uh, and then that's that's how I got it. So uh, that was usually when I um, had sleepovers. If we get married, I'm giving away Bud at the wedding. And then when your mom's like, what is this? I'll be like, it's marijuana, Jenny. You know what it is. Your son smokes it 24-7. Oh my god. <laughs> this kid over here... Stoner. I'm going to encourage the city. I'm going to message the city and be like, I don't want to pay tax dollars if these employees aren't being drug tested. Oh my god. I'm going to get you caught. Yeah, don't don't make my job to drug test me. I want them to do it through the hair too, so that way it like stays forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to tell the next story. Okay, go for it. About the show. Okay. So, she's scared of a platonic sleepover because Carrie's a piece of shit. Yes. But then, mm-hmm. across the way, okay. she sees two uh, supposedly hot people. We never see their face. Yeah, or we see the guy's face Do a we? little bit. We see his face a little bit. He's got like, um, you remember you remember what Patrick Swayze looked like before he, like right before he died? No. 
so I can't tell how old the guy is supposed to be. Anyway, they're big fucking in the window. Stop reading about Patrick Swayze. I'm just really interested in it now. Read about it later. Anyway. Anyway, so Patrick Swayze and the big titty lady is getting it on. Yeah. They fucking. They have two windows. Both of their windows wide open, just like her coochie. Yeah. And so Carrie just stops and like watches these people, which technically means Carrie's a kink. Yeah. Carrie likes to watch. Carrie's a voyeur. Carrie would probably hate to be cucked, but she would love to be there with Mr. Big watching bitches <laughs> getting it on because she's too jealous. So she apparently gets too horny and that takes over her body and she has to call Mr. Big and be like, can I come over? So she gets dressed in her special little skirt and heads yeah. on over. We'll her, get back to that her later. tight skirt. We have to go to JC's favorite scene now. No, God. So Sam is with Siddhartha Jesus. doing meditation <laughs> to help yeah. her get into her celibate mindset. Yeah. She's chanting or he, he's doing he, something. He's reading. He's reading from like a philosophic, like a Buddhist text. I don't care. Or I something. wasn't paying attention. Um, He's like reading. He's like, mm, a block is blah, 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 whatever. The water of the water of your mouth of life or whatever something bullshit um this show thinks is like buddhism um and samantha looks down she goes you're hard and my man goes i know and she she goes and he starts reading and she goes you're still hard and he's like yeah it'll go down and she's like "Mm, so can i and she tries to give him a sucky sucky and he grabs her and like delicately nods his head like no child and she like starts quivering and like pouting and biting her lip and like looking like my girl is about to have the cubbies yeah this is us every time i try to read (laughs) what (laughs) every time i try to read you get on me you're like pay attention to me don't she's trying to give him a blowy because he gets a boner yeah you're saying every time you read your fantasy books yeah you pop one you get bricked up, and yeah. I'm like, oh, let me help you with that. Yes. No, what happens every time you read your book is you read your book, and I get bored, so I start slapping your book so you'll pay attention to me. That's yeah. not the same as getting bricked up and me <laughs> saying, ooh, let me suck you off while you're reading. No, it, it feels analogous. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Equally annoying. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so Carrie has her special skirt on. It's the skirt that hugs her hips. So she knocks on the door. Yeah, her narrow-ass hips. Oh my god. She knocks on the door, and Big's like, oh, come on in. I'm just watching the fight. Yeah, I'm watching the boxing match. So she's he's watching a boxing match. She sits down and starts trying to smooch on him, and he's like, nah, like, I'm chill. I should note, there is 25 seconds left in this fight yeah. he's watching. <laughs> yeah, they're on round four, and there's like 20 seconds left in the round. Like, you can... You can hold off for a minute. Girl. Also, also, and this is something, I can't remember if they say it in the show or if you mentioned it. This is on paper. Like, boxing matches are usually pay-per-view. Yeah. So he paid to watch this match. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to, like, she's, like, hopping up on his lap mm-hmm. and trying to, like, kiss him passionately. And he's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm doing 25 stuff. seconds, bitch. Yeah. Patience is a virtue. And I mean, granted, there's not like a lot of times between rounds, but box- boxing matches aren't usually that long. She could just, if she literally just went up to the bathroom and washed her hands, it'd be done already. Yeah. She could take a breather, look out the window. Yeah. And so she keeps getting on him and trying to like kiss him and he's like, uh, would you not get the fuck off? 
And she, you shouldn't swear at a woman, but he does. So we're going to say shit man. And so she's like, fine, I'll leave. So she like pouts or he goes, what's wrong with you? And, and she goes, fine, maybe I'll leave. Sorry, I'm not perfect. So she, she huffs and puffs her way out of the apartment and stands in the hallway. Like, I know he's going to come after me. He doesn't. So she goes home. Yeah, he, yeah, he paid for the. He paid to watch this fight. There's only twenty seconds left, you dumbo. So she gets home. She's like, "I knew he would leave me an I'm sorry message." He doesn't. <gasps> Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, you left him, man. Yeah, it would be weird if he did leave you an I'm sorry message. Hey, I'm sorry that you acted like a crazy person. Yes, uh, I apologize. I like really the only the I apologize for the outburst. I shouldn't have yelled. Uh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, that would be the only appropriate response. Yeah, uh, I, I apologize. I'm sorry I yelled. Again, I paid to watch this fight. Uh, I'm truly trying to watch it. You ever, uh, you ever watched a pay-per-view boxing match? No, I'm a girl. Have you? <laughs> have you ever watched one? Uh, no, but there's a really funny story my parents tell about, uh, getting, uh, getting a boxing match on pay-per-view. Um, because they paid for it, they rented, like, a big TV so all their friends could show up. Jesus Christ, that uh, is so dated. Uh, they, they rented, they rented a big TV so all their friends could come watch it. Um, my mom made, like, a spread. She made, like, wings and, like, a bunch of shit to snack on. Uh, they turn on the fight. It's a very famous, uh, it was a very famous Mike Tyson fight Mm -hmm. in which Mike Tyson knocked out his opponent in 90 seconds. Hysterical. Uh, so they, they paid for 90 seconds of boxing and they had this whole spread and snacks and shit. They rented a TV for a day for, again, 90 seconds of a boxing match. Maybe that's why you shouldn't rent things. Yeah, just don't. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> this is a really good analogy for why you should just buy a house if you're able to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you could just do after that. Just watch other shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, damn, that news is going to be looking baller tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, my mom was like, we never rented a t- uh, big TV again. Why would we? <laughs> it was the worthless. <laughs> yeah, fucking no shit. Um, anyway. So, sorry, I'm too busy being a girly girl and not understanding boxing. Ooh-woo, what are these? Why would men fight for me? Ooh-woo. So, <sighs> Carrie's annoying. The next scene, Sam's at home. Sam is now edging. and She's decided she will not jerk off because it's better to not. Yeah, well, she she's trying to wait for that uh, that big finish. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Don't make that sound. So then we get uh, the scene of Miranda walking to Blockbuster, I guess because she can't get laid because she's not trying hard enough or something, or she's being a bit, I don't know. So she's walking to Blockbuster, dated. She's wearing Jesus sandals, ugly. She's wearing overalls with like flared pants, crazy. She's wearing a giant sweater, looks comfortable, but it's not stylish. And some guys, she apparently watched, what, like a five-hour movie on yeah, the Nuremberg she wa- trial? Yeah, she watched a five-hour Danish documentary about the Nuremberg trials. Sounds like something you would watch. Um, ba- Also, based on something we uh, they talk about later, uh, Blockbuster takes a beating in this episode. Yeah, Blockbuster is for people who don't get sex. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> pe- people who don't fuck go to Blockbuster. Uh, 
But yeah, a guy like uh cat calls her outside. He's like, "Hey baby, I got I got what you want. I got what you need." And she's like, "Whatever." So she goes and gets another movie. Apparently, if she gets one more movie, she gets a pound of gummy bears. Good for yeah, her. Good for her. That's so, awesome. So we're back at Carrie's house. Carrie's painting her entire apartment eggshell. Uh yeah, this what is the fuck <laughs> is her rental agreement? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because my understanding, I haven't read our lease agreement, uh, recently, uh, but I'm pretty sure if we wanted to paint in here, uh, we would have to ask the landlady, like, is it okay if we paint this joint? Carrie's over here, I don't know, trying to be cutesy in a full face of makeup, painting her house. What the fuck? Miranda comes over. In her iconic lesbian outfit, sweater and all. Um... (laughs) And Carrie's like, oh, I'm doing this to distract myself from thinking about my failing relationship because of the fart. And Miranda goes, Jesus, Carrie, I've heard enough about the fucking fart. Good for her. Queen. Yeah. Only thing I agree with Miranda this entire episode. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up about the fart. Yeah. Shut up. You're so annoying. I. Okay. Have you ever had a friend who like when they like get on a topic, they don't talk about anything else? Yeah, I'm dating you. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I was in college, I had a friend. Which who... one? Say their name. <laughs> <laughs> Out them right here. Where are they nowadays? <laughs> uh, Who, when she would, like, get on a oh, topic. Oh, I know which one it is now. Y'all yeah. know which one it is. If you know him, you know which one it is. <laughs> Anytime she, like, got on a topic, it's all she talked about. When, uh, at one point, for, like, a month and a half... Uh, Faye and I had to hear about, uh, had to hear about what phone she wanted because she was getting a new phone, but she wasn't sure if she wanted the new Galaxy or the new iPhone. Because on the one hand, uh, the new Galaxy wouldn't work, uh, with her laptop if she wanted to download music, but the iPhone was for posers. It was like, that's so funny. (laughs) I love that's a great reason to not want a phone. It's for posers. Yeah. Uh, So a month and a half, a month and a half. We had that conversation. How much did that bother you? Uh, A million. So I feel bad sometimes because sometimes when I get extra stressed out, I'm like that. Uh Recently, as you know, I have uh, reignited my phobia of plane crashes. Yeah. Which means I keep telling you fun facts about plane crashes yeah, i don't give a shit <laughs> i feel really bad i feel like okay. i talk about it too. my poor therapist i was like did you know this this and this and she was like what i was like never mind we can change the subject <laughs> no it's fine i i talk about wild stuff with my therapist i'm like let's talk about weird movies you really be recently. sitting there with your therapist being like how's your week been how are you feeling <laughs> you give your therapist a therapy session no i don't i've heard your therapy sessions <laughs> yes you do have you really yeah sometimes whack don't listen only when you talk about engagement rings oh my god my ears when i hear engagement ring i go oh yes <laughs> <laughs> i can hear you six miles away <laughs> okay so anyway um <clears throat> Carrie says it's not about the fart. She's just scared because she thinks Mr. Big is so perfect and he is going to leave her because she's not perfect. Yeah. Well, isn't this? She's like, he's got like the perfect life and the perfect apartment, the the perfect perfect suits, uh, which is really funny. They're not perfect. They are not perfect. They're too big. (laughs) Uh, Every suit Mr. Big wears looks like a suit my mom bought me when I was in like 10th grade. 
uh, that's like two or three sizes too big because she's like, if you're going to grow into it, I'm not buying you a suit that fits now. I'm buying you a suit that will fit in the future. I have a note that says Carrie should be scared to be herself, so she should be. <laughs> I said, bitch! I mean, yeah, she... Bitch is yeah. nasty. I mean, her her personality is bad. Be Be a different person. Yeah, why can't you just be different? Yeah, be a person with a better personality. You know how everyone's like, oh, you're perfect just the way you are. No. Yeah, fix <laughs> change, that. <laughs> change yourself. <laughs> so they're like having this big deep conversation about how Carrie should be herself and how she's just, she's good enough the way she is. Yeah, she, she, she describes herself as putting on, uh, uh, putting on different Carries, like putting on an outfit. There's, uh, casual Carrie. Yeah, there's casual Carrie. And there's, like, going out Carrie. And you know what the scene made me realize? I fucking hate the name Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I fucking hate her name. I hate it so much. You said, you got a hoe name. I hate it. (laughs) It's gross. Sorry to all the Carries out there. Your name is shit. Anyway... Um, so they're having this big, deep conversation, and the lesbian who hasn't had sex in three months and now is a pound of gummy bears looks over and is like... (gasps) Your neighbors are humping because they're doing the fuck. Yeah, they're. She's like, oh my god, they're fucking. They're fucking. So then, so then, it's like, it's like a fucking red alert. All girls are over here on the immediately to watch in the window. Okay, one. The scene is infamous. Everyone knows this scene. Oh really? Them watching the neighbors have sex. Yes, very famous. Two. Okay. Um. You've had sex. Yes. Allegedly. <laughs> I, I have. I have in fact, ha- fact had sex. Do you realize that you're hyper aware when you're boning? Are you hyper aware when you're boning? I don't think so. I am. Uh, I am aware if any windows are open. I'm mm-hmm. aware if any blinds are not shut all the way. I'm yeah. aware of where any goddamn puppies in the house are. Yeah. Um, so the idea that like you would be boning, windows open, sun on you. Blinds open, curtains open, raw dog in it with not an ounce of clothing on, holding yourself up in the special way the window is, that way they can see every ounce of what you're doing. Yeah. These people are either oblivious, or they looked at Carrie and said, she looks pathetic, I bet she'd watch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're trying to put on a show. They are. They said- performance art. This is actually shooting a porno next door, and it's like, Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah apparently uh everyone is like watching and uh carrie is like too good to make comment but um miranda's like wow they're hot i hate them for having sex and yeah, samantha's and, like drooling yeah and charlotte he's still hard because her man can't get hard because he's a taffy pull yeah oh i didn't make that connection oh. that's good Oh my god. Nice, nice one. <laughs> Thanks, baby. <laughs> it all connects in the end. Full circle. Wow. The writing on this episode is good. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, he's still hard because her man can't get hard. Yeah. Because my man, my man's slanging rope. Yeah, so apparently they're just watching and they're all eating gummy bears and, and watching these couple bang as they move from window to window. There are two windows that Carrie can see into perfectly. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. kind of weird that Carrie watches. It is super weird that Carrie watches. It's same vibe as when she kind of non-consensually watches all the women have sex with the painter. Yeah. Same, similar Carrie vibes. is a voyeur. One. Yeah. And two, she's only a voyeur 
when she's not supposed to be watching. Which yes. I guess is the whole aspect of voyeurism, yeah. but, you she know. Likes, she likes the thrill. She likes the thrill of disrespecting someone's bodily autonomy. <laughs> she's like, this feels amazing. How do I do this in real life? She goes, what do you mean you're not supposed to put cameras in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing Carrie doesn't have, like, an office or anything, because that's what she would do. She goes, what do you need an office for? I have my own bathroom right here. Any of you ladies need to go pee-pee? <laughs> Yeah, you know how, like, um, you know how that, like, type of, like, sexual harassment that's, like, women in positions of power sexually harassing attractive, like, dudes? I mean, sounds fake, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it it happens. (laughs) Okay, okay, whatever you say, man. (laughs) Uh, well, that feels like something Carrie would do. Carrie feels like if she had, like, an employee who was like a hot like secretary or whatever, she would absolutely harass the fuck out of that dude. Do you want a spoiler? Yeah, hit me with it. Do, do our listeners want a spoiler? Uh, I don't care. Um, Carrie gets an assistant. Okay. In one of the first movies. Uh huh. Which is played by Jennifer Hudson before she lost weight. It uh. doesn't feel good. <laughs> It feels like a weird, like, I have pulled you, a fat black woman, up from the lowly trenches of New York, and you shall be blessed to work beside me, a white woman. <laughs> it's crazy. Wait till we get to the movies. Y'all are gonna fucking buzz. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you Googled it. Yeah. Oh no. They said, look at her. She's so fat and ugly. Oh god, this is gonna be so. I'm just like, look at the way she's holding this bag on here that I say on this audio medium. Uh, this is gonna be so racist. It's gonna be so racist. Jesus. Alright. Anyway. Yeah, it's a fucking disaster. It's a real shit show. Um, so our, our. Lesbian girl Miranda is back to Blockbuster because she needs more gummy bears because well, they all ate the she, gummy bears. Well, she hits the line while they're watching the people fuck. She's like, if oh I, yeah. She's like, if I get to four months with no fucking, I'm humping you guys. She's gay. Uh, that's okay. She's gay. I have never in my life, uh, as a straight man, have I been like, yo, if I get to four months without having sex, one of my, I'm I'm fucking one of my friends' bussies kind of weird you have a bad relationship with them I, like... <laughs> I ter- apparently i have a terrible relationship horrible relationship yeah. <laughs> i don't want to fuck none of my friends bussies so anyway our girl tries to come out once again and no one seems to notice <laughs> <laughs> sorry I-, I love the idea that she's like trying to come out and nobody like notices she goes i love my overalls and gardening have any of you took up knitting recently yeah she's like i want to have i want i want you guys to fuck me in a threesome and they're like yeah sure whatever miranda she's like fuck god damn <laughs> she goes god i sure do love wearing men's clothing <laughs> she's like oh man if i don't have sex soon i'm gonna have to have sex with one of y'all lol and they're like yeah sure whatever yeah what shut the fuck up bitch. tries to come out can't. so after her uh second failed attempt to come out to her friends um, she goes back to Blockbuster to get more gummy bears because her friends ate her pound of gummy bears. Yeah. And as she's going in, the guy's back. Yeah, my man, my man is still there. He's... He's a construction guy. He's he's only working the site. What, how have they not moved on yet? Because my, my man Technically is Technically, it's there. the same day. Is there... 
Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so JC uh, says work faster, <laughs> you fucking construction workers. Three the, days. The passage of time in this show is really hard to tell sometimes. Well, for you, you have to look at their clothes. Their clothes change each day. Mm, mm, that's true. And JC does not see fashion. I do not see fashion. He only I'm... says boobies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, ch- I'm trying to check titties and ass. <laughs> JC goes, that's the same titties as yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> But so the my man is still out there, and he goes, Hey, baby, I got what you want. I got what you need. And she, like, gets up in his face, and she's like, What I want is to get laid. What I need is to get laid. Uh, and the guy's like, Hey, um. Take it easy. Yeah, can you, can you please calm? I'm a married man. Can you please calm down? Honestly, I'm on her side. Oh, yeah. Me, Absolutely. Me too. You can't be sexually harassing women only to be like, whoa, I'm married, you freak. I mean, what's your plan? Would she fuck this dude? Yeah, of course she would. I mean, yeah, she would, but she, like, makes bad decisions. Yeah, she dumps Skipper. Bad choice. <laughs> yeah. So, Sam is back at yoga. <laughs> her, her man touches her shoulders to help her ease into a position, and she goes, unless you're planning to move those hands down... Get them off of me, queen. Yeah, queen shit. She's setting boundaries. Yeah. We love her. I, lo- I love to hear it. And she finally breaks in the middle of class, and so they're in, like, not downward dog. I guess it would be, like, child's pose, kind of. You don't know yoga. I don't, I don't know any yoga. Pos- it's they're, child's pose, they're, they're in the one where your pelvis is on the ground, but your shoulders are up. It's child's pose. Yeah. Um. And she <clears throat> and she's turning to the other classmates. She's, like, trying to like, get this guy's attention, She and she mouths, wanna fuck. And the guy laughs and he's like, Nobby. Uh, and she turns to this Adam Sandler looking motherfucker. I think he looks like Ben Stiller. I mean, t- those two people look the same. Do to they me. really? To me, Ben Stiller and Adam Sandler look the same. That feels anti Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just look, the- they're just uh, two people from New York City who look the same. And they're Jewish. Uh, yeah, I mean, all Italian people from New York City also look the same. Yeah, but we have anti-Italian all... sentiments, too, as I stated. <laughs> all Irish people from New York City. What it is, is just everybody in New York City looks the same. My family's from New York City. Is it really? Yeah, my nice. My mother's family, the, the, the Polish-Jewish side. Well, baby, you, you're the exception to the rule. It's the Midwestern in you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch! Yeah. I'm okay, so anyway... Anyway. Don't say uh, that slur at me ever again. <laughs> uh, so she turns to this Adam Sandler looking motherfucker. Ben Stiller looking motherfucker. The same person. Uh, and she's like, wanna fuck? And my man, my man does not read lips. He's like, huh? And she, so she like leans up and she's like, wanna fuck? Anyway, so she, she stands up and she yells, wanna fuck? And my man is like, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. And so they bounce. Uh, it's, it, like, does, like, an extreme, like, close-up on Siddhartha's face, and my man is sweating bullets. And he looks like he's about to cry. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, he, he's turning this into, uh, he's turning the sexual energy into, uh, something else as we speak. He's making funnies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's swirling, he's swirling this bad feeling around in his balls the way wine people swirl that wine around their mouth. That's disgusting! <laughs> Stop it! Okay, I, I'm moving on. Anyway. Okay, anyway, so 
the next scene is Charlotte. She's with Kevin. She's aggressively jerking Kevin off. It sounds like how that you think that would sound. It, it is so aggressive. It's so aggressive. And he's like, it's not working. And I'm beginning to chafe. And she's like really disappointed. And um, she she does like that like, ooh, woo, would you stop doing that for me thing that men do when they see stretch marks and think that they're self-harm scars? Yeah. And she's like... Would you ever stop taking Prozac for me? And he's like, nope. (laughs) He's like, no, why would I? No, nope. And she's like, "Mm." and he's like, wouldn't you rather be with a nice guy than with a guy who only wants to get laid? And she turns around and goes, nope. And so what does my king do? Shrugs and gets out of bed. Yeah. King. Yeah. Well, he's on Prozac. This doesn't make him feel anything. Well, here. That's true. He's outie. I just hope. That he knows he can find a queen who will respect his boundaries. Yeah. Will not chafe his penis. Yeah. And that he will get his sexual desire back with time once his body kind of evens out with Prozac. Yeah. And once he finds someone who respects him and makes him feel comfortable in himself. Yeah. You will get the cummies, sir. God. Just not with this bitch. Just not with this bitch. Because she's a bitch. Yeah. Charlotte Charlotte is really harping on my man. Even for me. You ever had anyone say that to you? Uh... Yeah. About what? Uh, <laughs> so I'm scared of cats. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of this tight little pussy. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I uh, it, it doesn't have like a. There's not like a ooh like when I was a child a cat massacred my extended family type shit. It's it's just uh. A cat I, massacred your extended family. Yeah. Um. I I just like don't like them. Yeah. And, I get it. Something about them feels off and weird and creepy to me, and I don't like being you, around them. And you think it's... they're creepy? Yeah, I don't like them, but that's because I'm deeply allergic to them. I okay. So what did it, it um? You know that you, you get that like feeling that like shiver in your spine when you see like a particularly creepy crawly bug. Okay, I guess. Uh, that's how I feel about cats. That's crazy. Um, how I just... do you have friends? All of your friends have cats. I know. Cats are the queer people animal. I know. Um, I, I mean, usually what I do is I just, like, um, uh, I let them, like, get close to me, but I don't ever let a cat get on me. Interesting. Um, the problem is, is that, um, I have, like, the perfect, I guess I have, like, the perfect personality for cats, because I, like because I'm scared of them, don't look at them or touch them. And so cats want to be around me mm-hmm. because I don't bother them. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yo, I want to put my entire body on this person. And I'm like, I would rather you did, you didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, I, I had a, uh, I had an ex who, uh, tried to make me, uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, what's it called? Exposure therapy, my way out of my fear of cats. I love that you have a fear of them. I thought you just didn't like them. Like, some people don't like, you know, birds, I guess. No, I'm just, uh, it's not like a strong, I wouldn't call it a phobia, but, uh, because I'm not, like, scared of them by just, like, thinking about them. But, like, if one is, like, here and near me, I would be like, ew, gross. Love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, love that for you. One of the scariest experiences I had was I was at, uh, again, Faye's apartment. Um, and she, I don't remember where she was, um, but I went into the kitchen to grab something and I pulled open the pantry 
And I guess while she was in there looking for something, the cat got locked, got uh, shut into the pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I opened the pantry to check it, and the cat shot out like a like a fucking bullet at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, scared the shit out of me. Love that for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've had someone ask me to like exposure therapy my way out of uh my fear of cats. Baller. Um, which is like a weird thing to ask somebody i love that for them have you ever had somebody uh don't do that oh yeah oh yeah oh what, yeah wait, what have you had i mean like ooh woo stop being depressed ooh yeah. woo stop taking antidepressants yeah. ooh woo don't make me wear condoms yeah. ooh woo stop seeing other people even though i've only known you for a day i mean everything you could think of ooh woo dress differently ooh woo lose weight you know all the shit you could think of that's fun Good for them on our last scene yes okay carrie is painting her house she looks like shit she's still wearing the same outfit and still full face of makeup that she was wearing when the girls were watching everyone jerk it well they weren't jerking it they were jerking each other anyway yeah. Big comes over. Mm-hmm. He walks in. Carrie yeah. goes, why didn't you call? He says, why, why didn't, didn't you? you? Valid. She should yeah. be an active participant in her relationship and not need to be rescued by a man. Yes. Okay. Carrie said, I never invited you over. And that's all right. He's just taking a little tour. Yeah. My, my man says, just starts walking around. He He's says, like, yo, what you got here? He says, I know. And he goes, it's nice. Very nice. And she starts being like, really like, I don't like it. And I hate this. And I'm trying to change everything. And. You know, I don't like it. And he's, you know, equating her to the apartment now, which is like a weird metaphor, but like, whatever. And he goes, no, I wouldn't change a thing about it. I like everything about it. Okay. And then he goes, so, uh, what was that all about the other night? And she's like, that was me having a meltdown. Like, that was just me. And my man goes, okay. Which, honestly, not the best reaction. Not the worst reaction. He says, all right, that was you. Good to know. He should have asked why. He should have looked deeper into it. But I mean, I guess that's better than gaslighting her and saying she's crazy for doing it. He said, why you do that? She said, I was having a meltdown. He said, okay. My man said, all right. Well, I think what bothers me about this scene is that, uh, number one, he he keeps like very slowly stepping towards her while she steps back. And I realized that was why it kept feeling really ominous to me. It was because she was being insecure and he was trying to be intimate. Um, well, you I, just don't trust him. I realize now, I mean, I don't trust him at all. Um, He'd be laying down that 40-year-old pipe. It's kind of rusty a bit. Um, But the other thing is the way he says okay when she's like, I had a meltdown, is like the way he said okay when uh, she's talking about like an art exhibit he hasn't heard of. And she's like, do you want to go? And he's like, okay. Yeah, it's not very, like, it's not a good relationship builder, but I mean, at the same time, at least he's kind of accepting that's who she is. I mean, I think for the 90s... The bar is on the ground! This is the 90s. The oh bar my was, god. The bar was in the ground. Underground in the 90s. Honestly, the fact that he doesn't call her crazy and say that she needs to leave is somehow romantic <laughs> if you put it in the context of 1998. Alright, fair. So he, he he gets up and he steps towards her. And looks out the window. Uh, and he, uh, he looks out the window and he goes, did you know there are people humping across the street? Uh, and she's like, what? No, that's crazy. What? I've never... Even though she just had, like, 
four women here yeah. all to watch him and eat gummy bears. She's like, I've never seen that before. Oh my god. And he's like, God damn. We can do better than that. No, you can't. <laughs> and then the episode ends. ends. Uh, and he, it's like, homie, no, you can't. You're like 45. Your hips are dust, did you my just boy. St- did you just steal my line? My man read my notes and stole my line. Yeah. I'm calling the fucking police. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, I thought it would sound funnier in my voice. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 fucking... Bitch, I'm about to make your hips dust. So yeah, anyway, he's like, we're gonna fuck like these 20-year-olds. These thin, tall, 20, tan-year-olds. And it's like, you look like... You look like a bowl of oatmeal that got left out too long. Here's something. Do you like overnight oats? No. I hate them. Yes. He looks like he would really enjoy overnight oats. Oh my oats. god. But like, not in a trending way, but like in an old man who didn't want to wake up too early to make them, so he just did it overnight. Oh my god. Overnight oats are like the kombucha of 2020. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know what overnight oats are. I just know I don't like oatmeal. I don't know what overnight oats are either. Uh, but I hate that it's trendy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Trendy food is illegal. Um, what I don't like about this is that he doesn't, like, talk to her at all. He's not like, um, why do you feel bad? Like, everything she has said to her friends, Carrie has said to her friends in this episode, is not communicated to him. And the resolution at the end is, he's like, yo, what if we fuck right now? And she's like, oh, fucking finally. Yeah. Sex being an imagery to indicate that their relationship is back on track is one I do not appreciate. It's really unhealthy. Yeah. It's deeply unhealthy. Yeah. And I mean, so are they. That like that's all this episode is about. It's this just is how unhealthy whole, they are. Their lack of communication, like we said, is the whole reason that they don't like the idea of like sleeping over when they're not boning. It's super yeah. weird. But that's that bullshit episode. Yeah, that's that's that episode. <sighs> and on this show, we have a rating system a called scar. the the Scar Scale, which stands for how much sex is there. Uh. How much city is there? Uh, how is it aged? And how bad is the writing? As well as a uh, supplementary BIPOC factor, which counts the number of people of color with speaking lines per episode. This ain't a Bechdel test thing. They don't got to have names. They don't got to have a certain number of lines they talk together. Uh, they just got to speak. And uh, that's it. Because like we've said earlier in this episode... Uh, we have to do that. They, there's nobody on this show. It's really horrible. <laughs> but, baby, hmm. how's the sex in this episode? The sex is actually pretty good. For it, a show it, being called The Drought, the fact that we get a whole scene watching these two bump uglies, they're, yeah. they're mad titty. Yeah, there's hella titty. They're hella titty. There's lots of sex in. Uh, I, the sex in this episode's pretty good. And it's kind of done well, actually. Yeah. You want to give this one a one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. How much city is in this episode? No city. There's very little city. Which is a good thing, because the city is evil, and we're anti-New York. (laughs) I don't know that I'm anti-New York. We can't talk about 9-11 as often as we do and be pro-New York. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's fair. 
Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think we might just be enemies of New York now. I know I am because New York is often equivalented. Uh, equivocated. Equivocated to L.A. and L.A. is my mortal enemy. Oh my god! If L.A. was a person, I would commit crimes against L.A. <laughs> you want to give it a two then? Yes, one. Give it a one. Oh my god! It's no city. All right. Uh, how is this episode aged? Siddhartha. Oh yeah. Siddhartha's his name. There's a racist depiction of a Vietnamese woman who's just a service worker. Yeah. There's no communication. The lesbians be looking crazy. There's <laughs> sexual harassment on the street, which would absolutely get you fired from a job site because my guy we're in a post Me Too movement, no matter how much President Biden is mad about it and just wants to sniff some children's hair. Yeah. Uh so- horribly. You want to give this one like a six? Yeah, it's bad. Uh, Let's see. What's the worst one that's aged so far? I think we have a seven on there. Uh, Yeah, we have the power of uh, female sex was a seven. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, Do you want to give this a six or a seven? Five or a six. Okay, we'll say six. All right. Uh, And how's the writing in this one? The writing wasn't horrible. She didn't technically do any writing, so any writing we judge has to be that of the writing duo, which, I mean, Uh, they're horrible. Well, Okay, so she writes a little bit about at the beginning about, like, uh, how much sex people want, mm-hmm. um, which is weird. She, the people she talks to have, like, such bizarre opinions on... She talks to, like, the man who needs to jerk off the most and, like... The nail lady. Yeah, the, the nail lady... Uh, a woman who uh, apparently does not have sex three times a week and a businessman who hasn't had sex for like 22 years. Oh, God. I wish the show was just the interviews. They're more interesting. The The interviews are a lot of fun. I mean, the writing's not great, but it's not the worst thing she's ever done. It's yeah. a solid middle and ground. You want to say like a 3, 3.5? Yep. Which one? 3.5. All right. Alright, that uh, gives... Oh, whoops, almost forgot. Uh, for our BIPOC factor, baby! Yes. How many people of color with speaking lines are in this episode? One, yeah. and it's super racist. <laughs> we technically gotta count it. <laughs> she don't got a name, she doesn't even have any... I bet in the script she was just Vietnamese nail lady. Asian nail lady. Yeah, they weren't even going to specify which race. Yeah, they didn't give her an ethnicity. They said, "They said this bitch fucking Asian." She be eating rice. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, which across eleven episodes so far, we have five people of color. God, that's so uh, bad. Oh, and for episode, it's a total of eleven point five, which uh, is. Uh, not the best episode, but close. Oh my god, yeah. It's it's not the worst one we've seen. I think the fact that it has the iconic scene of them watching people have sex across the street is nice. I like that little touch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about this episode? Next one is the last of the season. Yeah, uh, that is something that is, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, the, the next episode we'll do will be the last of the season. Uh... For the season finales, I'm looking to do something uh, a little special, so tune in uh, next time for a little treat. Uh, But, uh, as per usual, 
uh, I appreciate y'all. Um, I uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, if you would like to jaw at me, you can do so at let me jaw at you on Twitter. Um, and as per usual, boy, have a good one, y'all. No, no.